The world we know is a collection of stories, tales, and legends, either real or imagined, all need to be told. There is a place to tell them. So if you want to go there, just click your heels and come join us, the Wizards of Odd. Is this thing on? I think it is. Hello again, Ted. Hello again, Don. I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a while. Yeah, How are I'll you? Tell you? I'm all right. Been yeah. a crazy week, but I'm all right. <laughs> I don't expect less. It was a crazy week. I don't expect less. With Father's Day and stuff. Well, I did not participate. Well, I did. Yeah. Uh, first of all, welcome, everyone, to the Wizards of Odd podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are a new listener, thank you so much. If you are a regular and subscribed, do us a favor. Tell some other people about us. At least mention it. Yeah, mention it to them. Tell talk them. about it. Go, hey, these guys are all right. Check this stuff. Yeah, you like this it. stuff. You like this stuff, right? That's how we do it What's in stuff? Jersey. You we know, say, this stuff over here. You know, when you're looking at me like I'm a joke or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, and that's or Bigfoot you, talk. Or you could just say to them, hey, listen to these guys. They're yeah, pretty they, good. You could do that. Yeah, you could do that too. <laughs> that's a great way of supporting the show. Another great way of supporting the show is supporting our sponsors. Mm-hmm. And one of our sponsors is Silk City Hot Sauce. They're located in Vermont, and they make a really, really good hot sauce. And the reason? Because they use all-natural, organic fruits and vegetables that are grown up in Vermont. It's all done in the, I guess... Locally sourced? Yeah, it's all locally sourced. If they don't have it, they go locally and get it? It's locally made, and uh, it's named Silk City because the owner is originally from Patterson, New Jersey, and that was their nickname, the Silk City. But um, try the Jezebel, which is one of my favorites, which Apparently. is like a a raspberry honey mm. jalapeno or the man habanero is like one. Hot sauce alchemist. Yes, he does. So, and not only that, but the bottles themselves, the artwork on the bottles. Yeah, it's, it's got it's got a nice. Uh, it's pretty cool, filter. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like that, um, like those, what was Pulp those? Fiction, like, yeah, yeah Pulp like, Fiction kind of, pulp, yeah, that kind of 40s, 50s yeah, kind exactly. of film noir kind of film. Yeah, okay, get like those things out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And the hot sauce is really good, so go to Silk City Hot Sauce, and when you go to order, put in the code ODDOD, and you'll get a discount, and they'll know that our listeners are participating and supporting and that's the one of the best ways that you can help us out and we really would appreciate that now if you're local local and when i say local i mean tom's river central jersey area you live on my block voted one of the top i think top five sub shops in new jersey and there's a lot sub doctors <laughs> there's, a, there's lot. a lot sub doctors on route 37 in mm. tom's river Go see Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, great guy. Great subs. Uh, my favorite sub. Two favorite subs. I'll give you. Mm-hmm. We got the, a whole fleet of subs. The mouse trap. The mouse trap, which is four different kinds of cheese. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then their tuna sub is amazing. Their yeah. tuna is amazing. And I don't usually order tuna out, but their tuna <laughs> is amazing. I just don't. I don't trust you know yeah. unless I'm making it. But I tried it. It was delicious, and I get that pretty regularly. So 
Go in, see Kevin, tell him that you heard about him and the sh- and the shop from right the Wizards here. of Odd right, right here, here. And, uh, and he'll definitely take care of you. So you thank go. you so much, Kevin, from Sub Doctors. Thank you so much, thank Jeff, you, from Silk City Hot Sauce. So, Don, we were starting to say what a week we had. <laughs> we did have a week. It was, it was a full seven days. Full seven. This, I think. It, it might was. Have been more than no, that. it was seven. Sure. It was seven. I lose count sometimes. Um, you would, I was mentioning before the show how I had to take a break, and I'm taking a break from YouTube. The world for of a YouTube. little bit. I've first of all, I subscribe to YouTube Premium. Well, do you which really? Which is great because I don't get any commercials. Yeah, sometimes you put those things on and want you get like three quick commercials. Like, and then what happened was it's amazing. Uh, hi, if you have Social Security, <laughs> no. are you limping around with a bad back? No, I want to see who killed that guy. <laughs> I subscribe to Premium, which I gotta tell you, no commercials is the greatest thing there ever. You go. So you don't want to be in the middle much. of uh, Attack of the Crab Monsters and lose your track of what right. you're doing. But it's too much. I, I mean, I'm and and you had mentioned how if you fall asleep watching one, <laughs> it, it takes your algorithms, and then the next day when you look at your history, you're like, Some I watched that? Yeah, you know, because I put stuff on at night, and I fall asleep. Luckily, it's on the phone. It shuts it off. But yeah. sometimes I'll wake like. I'll be watching like uh, Dave Politis, like Missing 411, or listening to Coast to Coast AM, because I could just listen to that. And I'll fall asleep and wake up a couple hours later, and I'm in Mesopotamia somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it's, I mean? Angering the gods. I'm like, what happened? I fell asleep for 10 minutes, I'm in trouble with the gods? It really is crazy how it goes, but, I mean, I'm constantly, here are the, here are the main videos. I watch things about demons, because demons are all over the place. Well, all yeah. over the place. There's one right there. There's um Southland bail bondsmen who are going after people who have warrants and how they, you know, yeah. they go to the house, they kind of push their way in. Those are hysterical. I thought this was another commercial. I wasn't no, sure. no. <laughs> yes, they're sponsored by <laughs> Southland. No, have them come right down and have them come down and push right in. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I have to take a break because it's just it's just too much. So I took a break and I watched the movie. Nefarious. Nefarious, and it scared the hell out of you. It was a very creepy movie. I thought of all the movies I've seen that where they incorporate demons into the movie, that um, that this did the best job. It's basically almost the whole movie is just two people, an inmate who's on death row, and a psychologist who wants to prove that he is unfit to be put to death. Right. And that's mostly the whole movie and the way the demon is in and out of the body of the it. condemned person. No, I'm not. I mean, that's all in the, um, when they talk about what the movie's about, but, but it's really good. Um, I, I you really, like the portray, you like the whole thing, the two of them squaring off. And I all do. That. I yeah. actually do. Um, and you'll like it. If anybody watches it, do me a favor, um, send us a line. Um, I want to know if you liked it, what you thought about it, um, if it was better than other movies you've seen with demons possessing <laughs> someone. Um, because there's a lot of good ones out there, but this oh, I thought was pretty yeah. good. There's a lot of bad ones, too. Now, you watched the movie this week. Oh, yeah, I watched Slapshot. That was, pretty, <laughs> that was, that was more like a Possession. <laughs> I love that. Well, movie. yeah, because you know Ted's an old hockey man, but you know we watched it. I watched it. It was just funny because it's like 
if you're politically correct or woke, you would hate this movie. Yeah, for sure. Or you would look at it as the kind of people you hate. But it was really like kind of down and dirty, not dirty humor, but it was like, you know, scrappy humor. Yeah. Insulting stuff, a lot of yeah. politically incorrect stuff, but it's, it's it's like every stereotype of hockey you could ever see is pumped into this movie. It's, and if you're a hockey fan, you like it because you you know that you know yes. it's like a caricature. You know what it is, but if, it's very fun. If you're a hockey Paul fan, Paul Newman, Strother yeah. Martin, Michael Antkin, the Hanson brothers, the Hanson brothers. I actually have a cheap Kansas City. Uh, Charleston Chief shirt. Do you really? I do. I have one. <laughs> My son-in-law Charlie got it for me. But that's had some uh, interesting episodes in the the world of hockey, haven't you? Um, well, I was telling Don one of the things is like when you see towards the end of a game, it, when you might see the defensemen, the forwards, and the goalie huddle up for a quick thing, yeah. and you're like, oh, I wonder what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what the strategy is. They're up to no good. Here's one of the ones that we had in our strategy. One of the defensemen said, "Listen." That guy, and I'm not going to say names, that guy, he's been a pain in my ass the whole night. Hmm. He says, when he skates through, I'm going to direct him towards you, Chico. That was my nickname, Chico, because I had a little mustache and I looked like Chico Resch from the Islanders. That's funny. He goes, Chico, I'm going to push him through the crease. I want you to trip him. Then I'm going to jump on top of him and pummel him. And pummel him. I'm like, yeah, you think we should do that? He goes, don't worry about it. Just just do your part. Do you have to pummel him? Do your part. Do your pummel. <laughs> yeah, just, just trust me. I got things to do here. There was one. Wait, there was one time I was the backup goalie we had never played. And <laughs> he was unusual. a ner- he was a real nervous kind of guy. And we had a really <laughs> the good. The last guy you want to see in goal. Yeah. We You're not a, shooting a thing at me, are you? We had a really good team. So the coach says, listen, we're playing one of the worst teams in the league tonight. I want. Tommy to play goal so that this way he can at least get his feet with what if something happened to you I said nothing's going to happen to me <laughs> and he goes you never know unless that other team's talking about you <laughs> so of course Ray says okay block every shot they take at Tommy he says and Teddy you can play defense so I'm like oh this is great oh, so yeah. I get my regular skates my other stuff <laughs> exactly where you didn't want to be four minutes into the game I'm skating with my head down up mm-hmm. the boards Guy hip check checked me. I went over the boards and into the penalty box. <laughs> I was like, when I got eventually that must have been skate, a hell of a shot. Was, oh man, my father said uh, he wasn't charging, was he? No, my father watched and he said all I saw was your stick go in the air, oh, your gloves go up, and you disappeared behind God. the boards. He must have been like, what the hell? Oh, I skated over to the uh, bench and I said. You know, Ray, maybe I just, uh, I'll, I'll just watch from the side. I'll yeah, watch from the side. I got some skating. So it's that's right. what goes on in hockey. So when you watch Slapshot, and I heartily recommend yeah, yeah, yeah. watching Slapshot, it's a <clears> real, <throat> really, really good movie. And this is where the demons come in. What's your favorite hockey team? The Devils. There we go. So we came right back, see? <laughs> it's It all comes back. It all back. comes back. It all comes back. Oh, my God. It's been but a crazy week. The other thing with demons... <laughs> You know, the you thing really got to think with you. You got a hard on for these demons tonight. Well, there's so much of that out. Well, now. yeah, you don't know. People pretending to be demons. Demons pretending to be demons. Right. Aliens pretending to be demons. Demons pretending to be aliens. You don't know who the hell's there, doing what anymore. There's a lot of it out there. John Fetterman pretends to be a government. I don't know. <laughs> what do you, do you hear him trying to say infrastructure? I, I feel bad for the guy. He's in bad shape. He, I, I don't want to make fun of him for that. But it's like, what are you people thinking? 
Well, I do because he shouldn't be in that position, know, and yeah. he should be somebody should be taking care of him. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I don't think it's good. And him introducing Biden, it's like here's an ad for the party. Yeah, the blind leading the blind. Oh my God, it's like watching the Adams family. But the, enough of that, though. Um, I saw a couple of things about people who sold their soul supposedly to the devils or rented to the to the devils i go to the devil <laughs> devils, to the devils. To people who sold their soul to the devil to get fame and notoriety and one of them the first one actually that i ever heard of was robert johnson huh. the crossroads guy yeah because by all accounts he was an extremely mediocre guitar player. And, and ironically, he's one of the people that really most modern blues guys owe a lot to. Yes. He, he really didn't play that well. People that knew him then said he didn't play that well. He went away. For, he came back in a short time, and he was suddenly playing all these And I heard some of it. Right. All of a sudden, he's all over the place. He, he invented a whole new style of playing, and he wasn't that good a player to do it. Somehow it happened. And didn't he die at the age of 27? I think so. He, like we said before, he went down to the crossroads to meet the devil at night, you know, midnight at the crossroads or whatever. Right. He came out, he said he went through the whole ceremony, you know. And that's, like we said before, that's where that song came from, the song he wrote, Crossroads. Yes. Which, which uh, you know, Cream made a big hit with. And, uh, you know, that's about him meeting the devil then. He learned how to play. He did die at the age of 27. Oh. As did uh, <clears throat> Kurt Cobain. As did Amy Winehouse. Yeah. And who's it was a Jim, one Morrison. Of, Jim Morrison died at age twenty seven. Janice Jimmy Joplin. Hendrix. Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin. They know, call that the twenty seven club. Most people's careers. It, I, it's it's you know, they I don't know if the, I don't know if that's another thing like the Paul's dead thing where it just all seems to fit. You can make a case that you know, there are no coincidences, so I don't know. But they're all so different that I don't I don't know how you put that together. But know? that but that is strange though. It is strange. Well it's also very these are people that get into that field, especially a lot of these earlier people. It's not the healthiest field in the world. No, for I mean, sure. I mean, it's look not. at look at all the people we know in comedy. I was I commenting somebody the other day. How many people I, I don't see anymore because they're gone. They're, Famous people, yeah. regular people, regular yeah. comics. Yeah. It's got a heavier attrition rate than the military. I mean, I've it's seen true. so many people. It's a horrible lifestyle for a lot of people. It's, it's not, a terrible lifestyle. If you if you're vulnerable, a lot of people are because there's yeah. a lot of reasons why we're all doing this, but. Uh, you know, it's and so these people might have got in young and they were dead by twenty seven. They were burned out. Yeah, they're all different things, though. Amy Winehouse. It, I feel bad for Amy Winehouse too because everybody says, "Oh, look at her; she was a wreck." But they don't realize she was a young girl. Yeah, she had tremendous talent, tremendous voice. I love her stuff. But the thing is, she got involved with a guy who was into the drugs, into coke. She started drinking and started wasting away, and they kept her working. And the thing is, when they finally put her in rehab, and she was rehabbing, she was yeah, getting she better. Was she was down in Jamaica. She was getting better. She was looking forward, and her father got her out early, who hadn't who hadn't been around for her when she was growing up. Got her yeah. out early to go back on tour. So she got to go on tour. You know, I mean, I hit in a while, and she went yeah, back well, on he tour. Probably needed money, and she ended up killing herself. Morrison's whole thing was for many years they were like they thought he wasn't really even dead. But I don't think you could suppress a you know a yeah, character like that. Something but like that. He. Uh, it, what happened was he went over to Paris. He was hanging out. His girlfriend used to do a lot of heroin mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He didn't really do it. He liked to drink. And she bought some heroin in Paris. And he said, okay, I'll try it. And it was very pure. And he had never really done it before. And he got into the bath. She got up in the middle of the night. He was dead in the bathtub. Jeez. That's how he died. 
Pretty much, that's what they say. Oof. You know, and then they buried him there in Paris. Well, people, if you're not getting the idea by now, tonight we decided we just wanted to talk about things that were on our minds. And we were just getting going. And we, <laughs> when you ruined it. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, we were on a roll there, so let me interrupt and say we'll be talking for the next half hour. In case you haven't noticed, we talk on this show. <laughs> it's something new. No, we'll be well, talking. I didn't want somebody sitting around saying, oh, I wonder what the topic's going to be We're tonight. getting to the topic. Well, <laughs> we are even, the topic. I don't even know. Yeah, we're the topic The demons tonight. were in there. The demons were there. demons are in there. One of the things that we wanted to touch on tonight, and I'm sure a lo- if you f- follow this show, you know what the hell we're talking about. I wish I did. The Vegas UFO. Oh, yeah, that just came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So apparently, like May 3rd, um, people saw what they said they thought was a UFO. Well, there really was something that fell from the sky. Yeah, and you can. Let's start with that. They had it on cameras, police had it on cameras, but it looks like, to me, it looked like something just falling out of the sky. It looked like a meteor. Or or a piece of space junk, even. Yeah, it could have been space junk. But then. Just a few minutes after it crashed, people called into the local Las Vegas police saying that they see what looks like eight to nine foot tall creatures walking in their yard. It was a local basketball team. (laughs) Now, uh, the thing is with that, though, is I didn't like the way the kid was saying it. They're even on the phone the night they're going, yeah, they're here. I can see them. Oh, yeah, they're huge. Yeah, they're right there. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'd be like, God damn it, get over here. I love when people go, look, I'm looking at Bigfoot. He's standing right there. I'm like, no, look how excited we got looking at an elk. Yeah, that's true. But, I, you know, when the police did Plus, finally why would you come. Be out, why would you be outside? I'd be in my house with the door. Now, open. that's the other thing. There is video of those people outside videoing through their phone. Right. And you can see what, to me, clearly looks like something very strange walking around out there. And it's California on this Nevada, Nevada, and same the, thing. And on the right side of the uh, pick of the video, against the fence, their their property fence, there's gaps in the uh, sp- the pickets of the fence, and you can see one of the creatures there, and you see fingers coming through. Why would he stick uh, his fingers through? Look at me. He's giving you the finger. The creature. He's Come on, try and get me. Here, get me. Here's my finger. Uh, but now the other thing was... It's all too convenient. I don't know. But the people didn't do any interviews with news um, stations. They refused to do them. The only people they spoke to were the police. I think... I think. My, I don't know. Maybe something happened. Because you said it was a hole in somebody's yard. There was There but was. Where's a the round... wreckage? Where are these things? These things just walked away and nobody saw them anymore. I... I don't know. I don't but, know. But the one person actually came out like a month later, like the very beginning of June, and he put a he did a video and he put a post up on I guess a TikTok or YouTube and he said TikTok. We're not gonna talk to anyone. He says, We know what we saw. So we posted it instead. He says, and I'm tr- I am traumatized by it and we're over it. We're not gonna talk about it anymore. And why was he talking about it? 
I think because he wanted people to stop. I people think, were banging well, on they, their they door. Could have, they could have also been fooling around, overstepped, and now they just wanted to go away. I mean, that could be too. I'm not saying that's what happened, but that sounds very likely. Like they said, okay, that thing came down. Let's pretend that these things landed. You go over there and do this and that, and we'll take a quick picture. And then, but they were just. It just sounded too pat. They didn't sound it, panicked. They didn't sound upset. They did, definitely did not sound panicked or upset when they when they did it. A spaceship crashed next door. They're walking around the yard. Oh, come on over, take a look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I don't know how people react anymore to anything. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong about this. I just have to be suspicious. I can't just say, "Oh yeah," because it didn't look like that to me. Besides, was every alien in the, in the universe crash on Earth? They're not great did drivers. It, did they ever land? I mean, what the hell's they, that? Why are we worried about these people? They can't even drive. <laughs> and then people are upset because they're mutilating cattle. I'm worried they're going to stick something on my ass and look for sperm. You know what I mean? That's what they do. Don't worry about them. Ca- you can have the cow lips. Just leave my ass alone. That's what Dave Politi said. Yeah, what are they? <laughs> Politi. <laughs> but I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. People are just like, so are they here? To, the aliens are here to help us. Look, they built the pyramids. Well, what have you done for me lately? They're here to save us. Well, they can start any time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've been waiting. Now, what do they want? In the meantime, they got to stick this probe up your ass. Yeah. No, I ain't got that kind of time. Well, I didn't even want a colonoscopy. I had to get one. Yeah, I've had one. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, they're not great. Yeah, but you you wanted it. Well, <laughs> I didn't that, mind it. What is that for me? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I referred to my act for a second. Oh God. Oh boy. Anyway, but, yeah, that is weird because you don't know. I've seen some strange things in the sky too. Sometimes I can okay, I can explain some of them. Okay, I'm going to throw one more thing at you about this. Don't throw anything at me. Don't go back to your hockey days. Within 15 minutes of them seeing this, Mm -hmm. in front of their house, across the street in front of their house, and many of the neighbors saw it, a black SUV with two men right in the whole dressed men in black thing there watching them. Now, they did not interact with them. But they were there, and other neighbors saw them also. Do you think they want to be seen? That's why they dress like that. Otherwise, very, why don't they just dress like, like serial kills? Just dress like anybody else. They're very else. conspicuous when they're dressed in black. You know, looks exact, just, you, know, you want to see a good example of what a, a man in black would look like? Go on YouTube if you can find this movie. It's a Roger Corman movie called Not of This Earth. Yes. I love that movie when I was a kid. But you look at that guy in that movie, the way he dresses, he drives a big black car. And other people, there, there's like dead examples of what a, a you know man in black would look like according to today's but, description. But, but the weird thing is, there was even oh, there's a lot of that. I saw a couple of uh, stories where there was a woman in England who was walking her dog and saw what looked like an alien aircraft landing, and then she was very much afraid, and she completely went the other direction, got home within two minutes of being home, not telling anyone at this point. There's a knock on her door, and it's the same thing. The men in black, and they said, uh, you would be best advised not to share what you saw tonight. What? I can't hear you. Speak up. But, I mean, what? (laughs) They don't know what to do. You go off script. They they can't come in your house unless you invite them in. Supposedly. Supposedly my ass. They ain't coming in. But what's... All of the, they, sh- if they seem to show up at every one of these sightings yeah. within minutes of a sighting. Well, they have a headquarter in every city. Well, what does that tell you, though? It means you're being manipulated one way or the other. Either somebody let you see that and they were ready to come over and talk to you about it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, let's show her that. If she saw it, okay, go over, go over and scare her now. See how she reacts. You don't. Know. I don't. I don't know, man. I. I don't. That's that's a, that I could don't happen. Understand. It could. They're trying. I don't. I don't know. They're almost like referees. They're trying to repair everything. Hmm. I'm very stressed. That whole thing could be analyzed to death. Nobody knows exactly what's going on there. You know, the men in black. You know, I don't want to. Piss well, that's them. the thing. Who are the men in black? They don't even know. Are they government? They're programmed too. They only have specific things specific to tell you, thi- and that's right. it. Right. And and they get very uh, dehydrated very fast. Uh, that was the other thing I was going to say. Any any people I'm who keep have talking. In, I got no water. Keep talking. Any people that have invited them into their homes, they need a glass of water. They need a glass of water. And the thing was, John Keel wrote from more than one witness who did not know the witnesses did not know each other. One was in um, Cape May, New Jersey, right. and a few were in that um, uh, Point Pleasant. West Virginia area. Oh, okay. Let me go in there for a minute. When they invited them in and they asked for water, they saw them take a pill to a, a pill with it. Yeah, it was some kind of a. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's really strange. Well, they had that nut of this earth too. He took a pill, some had all kinds of nutrients in it. Right. Right. I mean, it's no coincidence. I don't know what that's about. So apparently, the Men in Black are. Roger Corbin people. <laughs> Extraterrestrial. They could be. Nobody knows. Nobody, they could be. Like, who knows what these things really are? Who knows if they're interdimensional? You know, they, uh, they had, not to ruin anything, but on Skywalker, Skinwalker Ranch, they, had, they found that one thing that I find very significant is they, they realized they were, they were recording something. They had a, uh, a weather balloon rolls equipment mm-hmm. recording over the whole place, mapping it out. And when they got to where the, uh, the, uh, Triangle is there. Yeah. They dig in the mountain. By the mesa. By the Mm -hmm. mesa. The mesa, right. They lost a quarter of a second in time somehow. These things are very heavy calibrated. Somehow it was was like a quarter of an inch or something, just there was nothing there. And and Travis Taylor was saying that kind of thing is indicative of like a time. That that means there was a glitch in time, which is exactly the kind of thing you would want to see theoretically around a wormhole. We right. are folding space, because and he said, also they had their re- readings where the uh, the elect the electric were high, the magnetism with the, there were all kinds of things happening that with the electricity and the magnetism that were bizarre, mm-hmm. and they said they lost and that doesn't sound like much a quarter of a second, but any time missing, expo- yeah, it, that's the thing that really is is a, a big thing in a lot of these cases too, missing time. That's really strange. And because you don't know what happened. You don't know. Maybe they can, in that kind of thing, maybe they could, theoretically, quantum physics, you could fold space and, and have it kind of go together a certain place. So you don't have to just travel through it. You could just have it shift. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. That's really bizarre. Yeah, because that's what they talk about, folding space rather than traveling through. Or a wormhole where you create, you don't know what you're going to come out the other so side. So if you fold space, you can theoretically be on one end of a... And make it meet the total other end. Right, and meet the yeah, total... If you could like, do that. In a snap. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And he, he said, and he even said a quarter of a second doesn't sound like much until you realize what the speed of light is. That's a. That's How a, do you even calculate that you lost a quarter of a second? Well, they had it on the... They, they, they have it all computerized. They're still analyzing, breaking down all the stuff. They have all this... They, they set up a weather balloon. They hung all kinds of uh, stuff with uh, telemetry and testing and all that. They're mapping it all out. They can map down two kilometers below ground. Yeah, that so I they, knew. They're doing that. So they, they had that little glitch. Is, they said that's, uh, 
they have it all recorded. It's really and, strange. And so we report that that happened on the software. We say, here, you lost it. And like, like Travis said, at a quarter of a second, at the speed of light, that's, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's I mean? true. That's not a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, if you calculate you it at the speed of light. Yeah, you're gone. It's, you wow. Know, it's like, you know. Does that, if you're talking about wormholes and vortexes, that reminds me of some of the places, the one specifically in Oregon. Some of the clubs we played. Yeah. yeah. That place in Oregon, with it, it's a tourist place, but it's the kind of a thing where... It's like a funhouse effect. It almost is like a funhouse. That's what they call it, the funhouse effect, where you go into a place and the, the floor is tilted one way, and maybe the wall's going the other way. And the wall's going the other way, and yeah, you're it, leaning it screw, in. It screws with your, your, your equilibrium. You know, where you look at, clearly, there's a ramp going up, yeah. and you put a ball, and it goes up the ramp. Yeah, I mean that's some strange stuff. That's that is almost like a a vortex or a hole into something else. Because it's only in those one spot. That one road, spot. There's a road in Scotland. If you if you take your car and you shut it off and you just stand there, you put it in neutral, whatever, it rolls uphill. Rolls uphill, and it's not a. <laughs> the thing um, it could be sometimes you could be an optical illusion. Some, sometimes, but they they don't think so. But sometimes you could be on a mountain, and you could be like. Uh, Above, you could be above on the elevation, but the road might dip at that point or something. But you're still. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But they they actually shut it off and then it goes. It looks like it's rolling downhill. But if you look at the grade, it's going up. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy stuff. There's weird. They had another one. Somebody went there. They were freaking out because there's this one place you go, and uh, there's a waterfall that's going up. Like the water, the water comes over the edge and it sprays straight up in the air. Wow. But what it is is the winds there are so strong. Oh, that they're like what, sheer winds. And sometimes they get run off water mm-hmm. from the winter. It comes down. It's not a waterfall all the time. And sometimes it comes down there and the wind hits it in that notch effect and blows it straight up. But it's very weird looking. I heard an interview with um, a scientist, a meteorologist scientist. They were talking about the Arizona Triangle. And when they look at the Arizona Triangle over the last 60 years, more people and planes have disappeared in the Arizona Triangle than the Bermuda Triangle. It's it's pretty weird. And plus, you know, you're out in the middle of nowhere there. So there was a fighter pilot who said that there were like three of them and they were on some kind of maneuvers or whatever and they were going through that area. He says, and all of a sudden, crazy stuff started happening. He became very disoriented and he realized the plane is going down. Mm -hmm. He ejects. As he ejects, and it, you know when you eject, it pops mm-hmm. you up. He watches the plane crash. He hits the ground. He radios his coordinates and the coordinates of the plane. And they get there. There's nothing there. The plane? The plane. No remnants of the plane. Was the guy there? The guy was there. But his plane was gone. The plane was gone. That's interesting. Completely gone. And he said... They questioned him for days. <laughs> you lost the plane. <laughs> they want to make they want to make sure he didn't sell it to somebody. <laughs> and he said, "I saw the plane crash, and there's not even a disturbance in the sand." Yeah, I mean, a jet goes down. There's going to be some marks. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that, that's really strange. Uh, the other thing I saw that was really strange this week was no one talks about crop circles anymore. I was looking at a lot of that stuff. I'm I'm so split on all that. Well, here's the one thing. This, Some of them are actually look pretty real, but a lot of them are just crap. A British... Um, of course. Pa- yeah, of course. Um, 
I guess, what do they call them, parapsychologists or para, whatever. He said that he knows people in the government that when they started seeing those crop circles crop up, that the government actually would go out and create crop circles to kind of... Say, here's more creative. Here's more, and they're fake, but there are real ones, though. Well, yeah, we talked about that, too, with the the UFO guy who... uh, who they, they convinced he was looking at UFOs and they gave him a whole computer and everything full of information to follow with the UFOs going around. Yeah. And it was all made up to keep his mind off that they were a secret government project. Exactly. So you don't, you got to be careful. You don't know what's what sometimes. Because the, the biggest cons are the ones where they have you, you want to believe something. You want to believe there's something in it for you. You know what I yeah. mean? I just watched the whole uh, documentary again again about Bitcoin. Oh yeah! Trust no one. That one. The Trust guy, the no guy, one. They didn't know if he was dead or whatever. I'm, I am. It's it's so obviously such a scam. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people make money off it. I mean, but it's kind of like it depends on who puts how much money gets put in there, and who wants to take their money out first. That's exactly what that is. Well, well, a few of the other things that I I'm saw sure this you would week, know more about this than I do. Well, they were talking about um, how even in places in the world where you wouldn't think these people were advanced enough to deal with anything but cash. Right. They only dealt with, it had to be some sort of plastic. And the speculation is, is that eventually all the governments would want us to not do cash anymore. We're pretty much doing that now. And they, right, and they can control our money. Well, they can map where you go and what you do and That's everything. A, they do it now. I mean, they yeah. can see you, you go to a toll booth, you're, yeah. you're walking down the street, you go in a store, outside surveillance, everybody, houses have them. Yeah. It was yeah. like about 10 years ago, they used to say that in London, you would be, you'd be photographed 300 times a day, the average person walking around London. But that helps them solve a lot of crimes, but you don't have a lot of privacy there. You, That's the playoff there. Well, even here, I mean, you look at, Look at almost every crime that's committed when you see it in the city. <laughs> the thing is, you see it, nobody cares. Well, yeah. But, I mean, you have video of, you know, where they say, okay, well, let's check the camera that's at this corner. Okay, now let's follow him from this corner. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, you're right. It's, no one has privacy yeah, at you, all. If they, but they don't, nobody's really going to do that unless they need to. It's not like people are going to go, let me find out what Ted did today. Right. That takes a lot of time and a lot of work. And it's only if they think you, it's like, People say, well, they had all these clues and everything. How come they didn't catch this guy? Well, because they didn't, the clues were only to indicate that he was that guilty or to help catch him. Yeah. And all that doesn't make sense to you catch somebody and it all goes together as the case. You might be on their heels because of that, but you, have to, you don't know who this is. You have to come up with a whole theory of things from the clues. You get to figure out who it is and what's going to happen. Well, listen, And it's like that with this stuff, too. If there's any indication of us having no privacy... Even on your phone, my, I was explaining to my sister-in-law how everything we say, everything we do on oh, the phone is recorded. Oh, absolutely. So I said, here's an example. We started talking about our trip coming up to Ireland in yeah. November. All of a sudden you got kinds of ads about Ireland. All of a sudden we're getting ads about Ireland. Well, they know you booked a trip, too. Yeah, it's... it's but it's, out of nowhere, yeah, the, the ads yeah. show up, oh, you have crazy. No, you have no idea the stuff that pops up on my thing, but... <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's just, uh, yeah, you, you have to just assume that everybody knows everything you're doing, so that's a good reason just be honest. Because um, so many people today lie, they forget that it's all recorded now. And like you were saying, too, about these people in faraway places or a small country thing, 
they they have uh, they're handling finances or whatever. What they know about play. They all have cell phones though. Everywhere in the world, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. So that's everybody. how they know everything. Yeah, that's true. That's why they used to get mad at them. They used to be wary of them, say, in the Middle East, because what would happen was these guys would come up on a motorbike, get out their cell phone, and get the GPS coordinates for where you are. And they start to yeah. fire mortars right at you later. Yeah. That's why those guys, a couple of those guys got shot. And they're like, you can't shoot them. They don't have a gun, but you don't understand what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and they're going to get me killed. And, and that's why people don't realize up till maybe uh, last decade, I don't know when it actually happened. I lost track of time a little bit. Just some years back. Up until fairly recently, GPS in this country, when you got the, it was all off a little bit. Did you ever notice when you were going somewhere, your directions were always leave you like a quarter mile away from where you're supposed yeah. to be? Yeah. Because they deliberately scrambled the GPS coordinates a little bit so that nobody had exact coordinates on anything during the age of terror. Oh, they, really? And it, with a few years ago, they restored it. Oh, I had no idea of that. Because everything seemed to be a little off. Like, why is that taking yeah. me here? It says I'm here already and I'm not. Yeah, that's, yeah. but that's what it was. There was. They were like tooling with the GPS because people would, otherwise people could target things mm-hmm. and, you know, hit crowds and stuff. So they would try to have them a little off. Jeez. There's a lot goes on out there, Teddy boy. <laughs> this is why you don't know who's doing what anymore. All right, here's another odd thing. Let's go. I'm ready. So a woman who is very active in, you know, helping animals, you know, trying to stop certain hunting and um, working with saving wild animals that, you know, um, either dolphins that wash up on the shore, animals caught in traps. She's trying to stop governments from using certain traps. She's very close with animals. She decides to actually take a vacation away from all of this. She uh, goes, I'm not sure I like the No, going? you're going to like it, actually. She goes to Canada, and she's off by herself. She's just going to spend a day or two filming out in the wild, enjoying nature. She slips and falls into a raging river. Wow. She's screaming for help. There's no one close by. She's in the middle of nowhere. I think she was in British Columbia. And she's being carried down this river. Now, the water's kind of cold. Oh, yeah. She's in there for a long time. The currents are knocking you currents around. Currents knocking around. She's I don't swallowing. know why you be walking around British Columbia by yourself. Uh, but go ahead. She's swallowing crazy amounts of water. And she realizes, I'm finished. I'm, I'm going to die. So as she's starting to, like, you know how they say you go down for the second time or the third time. And she's having trouble really even getting her head above water to scream, but she is screaming as much as she can. Now she sees a rustling in the in the brush up ahead as the river's taken her. It's a grizzly bear. Now she says, I'm done. If yeah. I'm not gonna if I'm not gonna drown, he's gonna finish me. That's not a pretty way to go. No. It's not fast. And the grizzly watches her as she goes by him, and she says she starts feeling that I'm really done. She feels like she's going to pass out, but she sees the grizzly come in the water, and she says to herself, thank God I'm going to be dead before he gets to me. Mm. She then wakes up on the banks of this raging river, soaking wet, freezing, and the grizzly's about 10 feet away from her, just watching her. The grizzly saved her. Wow. And then when finally she, she started coughing, she was spitting up water. 
And when she stood up, and I guess the grizzly realized she's okay, he just kind of ambled off into the woods. Yeah, sometimes things just happen. It's almost like a karma, like... She could helped be. the animals. It could very well be. You know, somewhere the message gets through. They, they sense something about her. Maybe, who knows, for whatever reason, pull her out and say, oh, she's not that tasty. I'll just <laughs> Here, Here's another thing. A lot of times we want to see crazy stuff. Like when, remember Timothy Treadwell, the guy who was the grizzly man? Yeah, oh, yeah, that was horrible. Okay. So. Dumb. There were videos of that. Oh, yeah. I said, I'd love to see that video. Oh, God. Well, I didn't see the video. The video's been destroyed. I got to hear the oh, audio. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that. I, Unbelievable. I've never been more horrified. Yeah, he's being torn apart, and he's, he's, this, still, he's aware. This, right, he's aware of he's being torn apart. And this thing is just taking pieces out of you. And, he's gonna stuff you. and then he's going to stuff you away somewhere. Right. Usually they just gnaw your head down. The screaming was un. It's yeah, something I mean, you never get out you of your know, head. Yeah, the pain. You're not thinking about, oh, I'm going to die. You're thinking about, my God, I'm in pain. Yeah. And you're just hoping yeah. you die quickly, probably. Holy cow. Yeah, I mean, that's the case where the guy was really uh, living on the edge. It was possible that, that could happen any time. They told him he stayed too long, and there was one bear that wasn't right. It was a little aggressive and everything. and He, he, he was malnourished. And he should have been gone. He should have yeah, left already. He stayed exactly. too long, and this thing kind of came closer and closer and checked him out and food. And it was weird because he kept reporting that, There too. are monsters out there. Every day he kept reporting how he sees this bear yeah. more and Poking more. his head up, getting closer. What yeah. are you doing? Get out. Yeah, you want to say what were you thinking? Holy you know. crap. Well, sometimes you see uh, you see an odd death and you go, What's it? you don't know quite how to react. Uh, like the guy who the guy who had a lot of money and he bought the, uh, the Segway company. Yes. You know what happened to him? No. He was riding a Segway. He went off a cliff. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's absolutely true. He he won one of the Darwin Awards. That's Remember those? <laughs> yeah. He went, he was riding one and he went off a cliff. That's horrible. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, it's, you were, it's just so weird. It's like holy crap. You could you know if you wrote that in a movie, they go, "Well, that's stupid. That would never happen." Ooh. <laughs> I wonder. You know, that reminds me of those Liberty Mutual commercials where the guys on the Segway. And he oh, you go, gets yeah. to the end that he flips yeah, over into like, the that's water. That's like a motorized unicycle. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, but that <laughs> you just want to go, okay, the universe does have a sense of humor. I, guess. <laughs> I mean, it's a horrible way to go. I'm not saying I'm happy the guy died, but. No, I know. You look at it and you're like, Jesus. You know, because that could happen to anybody, stupid thing. It's, always, it's not the smart thing that kills you. No. It's going to be something stupid. Like, do, uh, maybe I could take this radio in the bathtub. Well, what about, was it last week? Somebody died at that Grand Canyon Skywalk. Yeah. Now. The only way you can die from the Grand Canyon Skywalk is to climb over. It's not easy to do. It's not. It's like four and a half foot high. Maybe somebody's trying to be a daredevil, you think? Holy That's God. a horrible way to go. You know, most of that has never been explored, really. I know. Like 90-something percent of Have you Grand ever been Canyon, there? No. has has never been really explored. There's so many things that were purportedly found in those caves and everything down there, you know. My sister been, was there, of course. I've been to the Grand Canyon. Um but we just were along the one ridge. Middle of July, and the ridge we were on, which is the more popular for the tourists, the other ridge on the other side, the other rim, rather, still had snow on it. Oh, God. So it's like, and they don't, you know, they never, they never say the tourists should go there. You have to be an experienced hiker and yeah, everything else. Yeah, you have to know else. what you're doing so you don't go flying off the mountain on your but segue. But it's, it's quite a sight. 
Oh, absolutely. It's quite a sight to hey, see yeah, that. Hey, there's a lot, a lot of things you see, and when you finally see them, you're like, oh, my. I felt that way when I first saw, like, Niagara Falls standing next to that. I've never seen Niagara Falls I, it live. Was like a, you feel like, you, you feel like you're going to jump over the rail. It's, just, it's almost <laughs> like, and at the time, when I was there, when the first time I was there, uh, the American side, I think, was shut off because they were repairing it. Mm-hmm. it was, so half the falls were diverted. That, Wait, was, that was weird. You know, it's funny. I just saw a video of a couple that went with their three-year-old child to Niagara Falls. And what they did was they photoshopped the kids standing on the edge. Oh, God. And they sent it to their parents. Oh, they must have lost and their the, minds. And, and you see the father calls on his wife's phone. You must so have it's been losing mom, your mind. And he's going... Don't let him stand so close. He'll fall in. He goes, hold on one second. He's let got me a s- good balance. He goes, let me send you another picture. It's a picture of the kid standing on the railing like, like he's this. he's dancing or but something? He's, and the father goes, what's wrong with you? That's so mean to do that. That's terrible. Imagine if they did that You to would me. have a heart attack. I'd have a heart attack. You'd be halfway there in your car. Be- <laughs> You'd be halfway there in your car. And I would kill my daughter or yeah. my son-in-law and just take the, uh, take the grandchildren. And then they'd be like, we tried to stop them. They insisted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this has been a, a time. I like doing a show like this every once, in, once a while, in a while. Yeah, it helps us. It helps us clear out all those little cobwebs. Oh, know? we didn't even get to half the stuff we wanted to talk about. We, we actually want <laughs> want to talk about some Bigfoot stuff. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Bigfoot we don't even night. have time for that. It's, I'm sorry, Bigfoot got bumped. Big, Bigfoot. Um, can you come back you, next yeah, week? We can't, you can't do your spot. Can you come back next can week? Back can next you do week? the ten thirty? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do the ten thirty? We do ten thirty, all right. Oh my god! Do that gives me the shakes. I remember those days. Yeah, yeah. You know, listen, it got busy. Can you do the ten thirty? I would get. Can you do the twelve forty five? I used to go. They would have like ten or eleven people, and I would be like number ten or eleven. I'd be like, really? Every time he was like, no, because he, he said you were the best one. I kept, but then. I would volunteer to MC all the time. A lot of people didn't want to MC, so I would all host so the you show. Get the time. I got all kinds of time, played with the audience and everything. So I got more. I got better faster because I had to. New York Comedy Club around two thousand three. I'm on a um, like a bringer show, and there's like twenty seven people on the show, <laughs> and the one guy's all set to go up. He was like number eleven or twelve, and Seinfeld walks in. There you go. And he says to, uh, I think it was Al Martin, he says, hey, can, can I do five minutes? And he goes, of course, do what you want. Yeah, really. He goes up there. No. He does, he does like 10 minutes or we so. We got open micers here. You can't go up. <laughs> you can't. He does like 10 to. minutes or so. And then when he comes off, they're going to bring up this this kid who's going to follow him. Yeah, well, I've been in a situation like that. Kid yeah. goes like this. He goes up there and he goes. They, he introduces him. He says, hey, thank you so much. He stole everything I was going to say. That's funny. Good night. And he walked off the stage. That's very funny. That was so good. I, you know, here you go. <laughs> I, I had to go recently. I, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, prospect of some uh, oral surgery there. So I'm in the, the office. I'm talking. A guy comes out. This me. doctor comes out. He's talking to me. We're chatting. Talking about what I do and blah, blah, blah. He pushed me. <laughs> he pushed me to get started. No, but uh, I'm going, what's going on? He goes, he says, oh, he goes, I do comedy. Oh, really? He goes, yeah, I have a pocket. He goes, you did comedy? He goes, I did comedy for a while. I go, really? He goes, yeah. I go, well, where'd you play? He goes, oh, in the city. I played the Laughing Buddha. I'm like, oh, my God. You did comedy? You were stand-up and you're going to work on my mouth? Yeah. And the Laughing Buddha, did he Did he get to any place better? No, I don't know. He, oh, he did, man. Then the girl, the other girl, I was, I was talking to the other girl, the other woman, 
I was talking some finances, but she was like, "No, he's pretty funny around here." I go, "Everybody's funny around here." <laughs> I said, "You got You got to You know, you got when you do it for a hundred strangers, it's a whole other thing." I actually visited one of the financial offices uh, that I cover here in New Jersey, and uh, I had a meeting with one of the financial teams. And when the meeting was over, I'm walking down the hall, and, and one of the girls from the team, she says to me, "Hey." You do stand-up comedy? And I said, oh, God. Do your skit? I said, yeah. She goes, I remember seeing you at a fundraiser oh, yeah. for a soccer team. <laughs> I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, thank you so much. Well, you know, Don't funny. tell anybody. I, I used to play around the area of George Jersey all the time. Hundreds of people all the time, thousands of people. I, I don't know how many people I performed for. I never had anybody really, very seldom have somebody come up to me and say something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I did, actually, the one place somebody did see me was at a Devil's game. There was a guy sitting two rows back. He go, "Hey man, I saw you at Noah's Ark." Oh, really? I went, "Yeah, that's funny. That's pretty cool." And that's when I got the tickets for my little scramble there. But uh, that wasn't the night we went and we had a cardboard cutout. No, people. it wasn't that <laughs> night. But uh, yeah, but that that was interesting. It was doing it. But and the other time, I never really run to any. But the only other time I really got recognized by people, I was in Aruba, and I went to this restaurant where my wife and I were waiting to go in. There's these women in front of us, and they were there from New Jersey, from West Orange. And everything. They, rec- oh. they recognized me from Rascals. I said, I had to come all the way down here to have somebody, when I don't want to be bothered, have to somebody recognize me. I mean, not that I got recognized that much. It was kind of funny. That's you know? pretty awesome, being recognized yeah. in Aruba, though. Yeah, I was like, yeah, why don't you buy me dinner? Uh, Hi, folks. Well, I have no idea when this will ever air. Well, <laughs> soon as, as soon as Ted comes to his senses, another, we'll figure another, it out. Another two weeks, uh, this will be on, and... I'm sure people want to hear this. Yeah. We covered a lot. I think we did cover a lot. I like this, though. I, now, see, now I have to go back and listen to find out what we now, talked about. Now, the next show, we're going to have... An actual thing. An actual show. But <laughs> thank you for putting up with us. We wanted to get a few of these things off our chest and off our minds. There you go. Don, have a great week. You too, Ted. Thanks for your support. I really appreciate it. Again, reach out to us if you've seen any of the movies we talked about, and let us know what you think. And if you see Bigfoot, tell me said hi. Seriously, it's over. There's no more. Go home. Get out. Go. Get out. Go now. Get out.